What is up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew, coming to you with the first Founders Journal of the week. For those of you that are joining for the first time, the Founders Journal is my daily audio diary made public for the world, where I talk about the biggest learnings, wins, challenges, and moments happening behind the scenes at Morning Brew. As always, I'm joined by Josh Kaplan, the Swiss Army Knife, the producer-in-chief who pushes the conversations even further. And today we're talking about a topic that is near and dear to Josh's heart, and it relates to process. Josh. I didn't even come up with this. It is my favorite word, but I, I didn't pitch this at all. You you came forward with the idea. You're, you're reading something. It got your brain going. Which way? Give us the background. Yep. So I've been reading uh, a book that a friend sent me. I believe his book comes out in August, maybe September. His name is Morgan Housel. This is his book. This is a early glimpse of it. I'm almost positive it hasn't come out yet. Morgan is a uh, an unbelievable writer. He writes about the markets, the economy, about business in general. He's a partner at the Collaborative Fund, which I believe is a, uh, a venture capital firm. And he just for a living, creates amazing content about the world of business. And so this is his book. It's called The Psychology of Money. And it's basically broken into many chapters on the lessons he's learned over a career of investing and writing about investing to help guide other people. And while it is specific to investing, I have found some incredibly timeless and valuable lessons that guide me in how I work, not just how I invest. One of the lessons he talks about in this book is the idea of confounding, not compounding. And he talks about what does compounding look like in practice, but it made me think more about, you know, everyone has preached this idea of the law of compounding. You invest a dollar today and a dollar tomorrow and a dollar the next day for the next 50 years, and you're going to have a lot of dollars. It's the beauty of compounding. But I don't think anyone has necessarily gotten deep enough into how do you actually achieve compounding? Like what are the actions that need to take place? So what I want to do is read a quick passage from Morgan's book and then talk about what I mean about the actions that need to take place to compound. As I write this book, Warren Buffett's net worth is $84.5 billion. Of that, $84.2 billion was accumulated after his 50th birthday. $81.5 billion came after he qualified for social security in his mid-60s. He goes on to say, Buffett began serious investing when he was 10 years old. By the time he was 30, he had a net worth of $1 million, or $9.3 million adjusted for inflation. What if he was a more normal person, spending his teens and his 20s exploring the world and finding his passion, and by age 30, his net worth was, say, $25,000, not $1 million? And let's say he still went on to earn the extraordinary annual investment returns he's been able to generate, 22% annually, but quit investing and retired at age 60 to play golf and spend time with his grandkids. What would a rough estimate of his net worth be today? Not $84.5 billion, $11.9 million, 99.9% less than his actual net worth. Effectively, all of Warren Buffett's financial success can be tied to the financial base he built in his pubescent years and the longevity he maintained in his geriatric years. And to me, this was such a powerful point because it doesn't just talk about the idea of doing things repeatedly over time, but also the importance of extending the time over which you do these repeatable things. And it made me think about within the context of work and my professional career, how do I create compounding 
in, in my own work, in my actions, whether it's with the Founders Journal, whether it's with building a media business, whether it's with writing. And in my mind, what it boiled down to below compounding are these two actions. One is discipline and one is process. And what I mean by that is when you are thinking about doing something over and over and over, you need to have the skill of having a process mindset where you build process to be able to do that repeatable activity every single day without thinking about what is the process to do it. Basically, build the car so you can drive it. Don't rebuild the car every single day. And then the second piece of this is once you have the process, you need to have the discipline to actually go through the process every single day. And so one of the examples that's talked about in Morgan Housel's book is this idea of exercise, where even for people who exercise every day, they end up finding that they have trouble with weight loss or with not actually putting weight on. And a big reason that that is, is because people will often break the process and either go days without working out because they worked out yesterday and they feel good about it or eat a lot or eat unhealthy right after working out because they're rewarding themselves for the process. And the whole idea is if you don't have this level of discipline of knowing exactly what the process is and following it every single day for a long, long, long period of time, you're going to miss out on the true value of compounding. Josh, what are your thoughts on this? I keep thinking about immediate gratification and how this is the inverse of immediate gratification. So I'm curious what you think about how somebody builds in the habit to believe in this. It's one thing to say it. It's one thing to hear it and be like, yeah, of course. Like, I totally hear you. Yeah. Interest makes sense on paper and in reality. You can give me an example. I believe in you. But what does it, what makes it so hard for an individual to actually invest in compounding interest? Well, I think one, it takes a certain level of willpower that not everyone has. And I think it also takes, again, a passion for the journey, not for the outcome. And I think that's so important, right? Like, look, look at what we're doing right now. Right now, we're recording the Founders Journal. This isn't something that's promoted by Morning Brew. So millions of people are not seeing this. What episode are we on, if you had to guess? I think this is now week 19, so 19 times four, so something around there. Okay, so we're talking about... We we took okay, a so let's call 70 episodes. Yeah. And we probably, every day, spend 30 minutes with recording and then prepping. So we're talking about 70 times 30... So we've spent 2,100 minutes on the Founders Journal on just these recordings divided by six minutes. So we've spent 35 hours. We've spent 35 hours on the show. We've made no money from it. It gets several hundred listeners a day, nothing close to business casual Morning Brews podcast, which gets tens of thousands a day. We aren't promoting it in Morning Brew. So to your question, what makes you stick with it? when the outcome takes so long to realize. And I think it just becomes having a love for what you're doing and get feeling intrinsic value out of it. Like I love doing this every day because one, I love talking to you. And as the company has grown, we don't talk as much. The, the second is I love the idea of memorializing things. I'm a huge fan of photography because you can look back in life and recall memories with so much more specificity than if you just try to recall them with your brain. This is that. And the third is hopefully this builds my brand in a way where I can provide more opportunity for Morning Brew. And ultimately, this becomes big enough such that we can promote it in our newsletter. But if I didn't have a passion and you didn't have a passion for stepping up to the plate every day, even if we had the best process, which is, you know, our process right now is I spend 15 minutes before the episode every day thinking about what the episode is going to be about. 
We get on StreamYard, which is the streaming technology that we use to stream to LinkedIn. Then Uswin, who is our producer, helps with taking the episode, turns it into social posts, and we schedule social posts. That is the process. But if we didn't enjoy this, if we didn't feel any intrinsic value, and we wanted to make money from this or be famous from this quickly, it doesn't matter how good the process is. We would never have the discipline for doing this. Imagine for the next 70, 100, 300 days, um, which we're going to be doing it for. All right. We're going to, I want to quickly get into one other thing that I was curious about, especially yep. as you think about the relationship between me and you, that we're not seeking fame and money, that we're doing it because we have intrinsic motivations. When you're somebody at a bigger company that's been subject to a process for that could be in place for years. There have been many other associates, directors, managers before you that did a very similar process. How do you bring the mindset that you're talking about on this episode to a process that you maybe didn't create yourself and that might not even make the most sense today? Yeah. So what I will say is I think the the hard part of all of this is while I'm saying that discipline and process are kind of like, you know, the the raw materials of getting compounding value over your life. I think the really hard part about it is one, how do you know the process works? And two, how do you know the output or the outcome is what you're going to want it to be? So the example I gave for, from Morgan Housel's book, Psychology of Money, is that this idea, if you put a, a dollar, you put $2, you put $100 into, into the market every week for the next 50 years, based on historical returns, based on the fact that the stock market has driven 8% annual returns on average for the last many decades, you at least have good context to know what your money is going to look like 50 years from now. The issue is, is let's, let's use the example of right now, the Founders Journal. The only comps we have for this are other podcasts. And some podcasts, after creating them for a long time, are really popular. Other podcasts, after creating them for a long time, just simply don't gain that popularity. And so the reason I bring that up is because it goes back to your question about a big, big company. A lot of times the issue within a big company is there's so much bureaucracy where process that's been built is actually highly inefficient and it slows down your ability to create things and iterate on things for the consumer. And so what I mean by that is you need to have the discipline to stick with a process, but also you need to have the malleability such that the process doesn't come to a halt, but you talk to your audience, to your customer enough to know how the process should be tweaked over time such that the product keeps getting better and better. So it's this counterintuitive idea where a process is what allows you to do something for the next many months, years, decades, but a process actually at the end of many decades probably shouldn't look at the same as the process in the first decade. And so the example I would provide here is say our listeners to the Founders Journal said, you know what? I really, I really enjoy this, um, but I would actually prefer if you had a guest uh, other than Alex on once a week to give their own uh, sort of founder's journal or diary. The base process doesn't change, which means publishing this every single day or four days a week, putting it on social, capturing video. But if we can make small nuances to the process that makes it better for the consumer, I think you need to have the malleability to do that. And I think oftentimes, to your point, Companies have built been built on so many layers of processes that oftentimes it doesn't allow you the flexibility to talk to your customer. 
Everyone, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of The Founder's Journal. Would love to hear your thoughts on discipline and process, how they relate to compounding, and also how you stick with a process or how you adjust a process when you think it's not working without, again, not maintaining discipline. Thank you, everyone. I'll catch you tomorrow. Hope you have a great day. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.